Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Lights, Camera and we're going to be talking about Aquaman 2, we're going to be talking about Call of Duty, Secret Invasion, The Harvest, Oppenheimer, and I've got two very special guests that will be joining me for this episode. It is the Unqualified Heroes. <laughs> How are we going, gentlemen? It is going great. I am so pumped. I love guest episodes. Oh my gosh. Especially when we're the guests and we don't have to deal with recording and editing afterwards. <laughs> Nothing to do. Not all taken care of. <laughs> How are you? I, I'm going great. I'm still trying to reel in about Oppenheimer. Like, that was three hours of just pure intensity. And I can't believe, it feels like we've been talking about this movie for so long and it's finally here. But, holy shit. Holy shit indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say. Like, after the movie finished, I was just like, so that just happened. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, which we'll get into, but it's left so ambiguous at the ending. You're just like, oh, hmm. I gotta rethink everything right now. Like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into we'll get to Oppenheimer. But first, you guys always know what comes up next. Welcome to the Light Camera Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host. Lee. So, thank I loved it. every time. Every time, I love it. Man, um, I what if we, if we as I was talking about you guys before this episode started, you guys jumped on for the Guns Galaxy review early this year. What have you guys been up to? Like, as I said, you guys have to 107 subscribers on YouTube. You're up to episode 18, 315. Uh, Instagram followers, and I also need to invest into your merch store. <laughs> Our qualified heroes, baby. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I can't speak for Messi, but me, I've just been watching movies like crazy, both new in the theater, because it's, as we all know, there's been a bunch of releases since Guardians, especially this summer, and both old releases. Uh, for a fun fact, I just watched Mean Girls for the very first time in my life about two weeks ago. Uh, not two weeks, two weeks ago, and now I understand the hype. I, I see where all the all the the Wednesdays we were peaked, so that's where that's from. It all makes sense now. <laughs> you've never seen like you've never seen that movie. I've only seen the clip of them doing like the Jingle Bell Rock uh thing because i guess that's like the most famous clip but i've never seen the full-on movie so that's the first time i saw it and i was like wow i've been watching a lot of old movies as well that i haven't seen before what other movies you've been watching oh my gosh i i mean me and my wife are big movie movie people that's like our thing uh oh man there's been so many i saw the new puss in boots that they came on netflix just now that that's a phenomenal film I I 
I had a mate who's he swear to me like just go watch it, just watch it. Like doesn't matter if you haven't seen anything else. He's like just watch this. That's one of the <laughs> best animated films I've like uh like Pixar, DreamWorks, that universe. One of the best films I've ever seen. How terrifying is it? It is death. But the whistle, the whistle is freaky. I was like, oh my god, and the eyes. Yeah, that was that was a phenomenal film. I. I actually watched that twice uh, since we last talked. It was it was just that good. Um, yeah, I've been I've been seeing movies left and right. I also started New Girl on Hulu because I I try to have at least one show that I'm watching. So, Messi Messi recommended it to me. I I like like comedy sitcoms, The Office, Brooklyn Nine Nine, all that stuff. So, I I got into New Girl and it's pretty interesting, pretty fun. I, uh, every time I see New Girl, like I haven't gone back and watched it for a very long time, but I'm always like, "That's right, she's this, she's Bones' sister." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, I can. It's funny watching New Girl now after seeing like Into the Spider Verse and all that stuff because now when I see Nick and I hear his voice, I'm like, "Oh, that's Spider Man." So now whenever I watch the Spider Man movie, I'm like, "As Nick." But I can yeah. never like associate that to another person before. Now I can. It's kind of funny. Uh, uh, what have you been watching, Missy? I I've been watching all the all the movies I've been coming out. Um, except for Transformers, I didn't get to see that one, and the Fast and Furious movie either. I'm just not a big fan of those um type of movies. But I watched yeah. Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds recently. Oh. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I, I know movie sucks. Movie sucks, and I'm not gonna fight it. But I only I watched it as a kid, and then never watched it again because I didn't like it. And I don't want to rewatch it again. So maybe you know, like when you're a kid, your opinion changed when you're an adult. So I wanted to see if 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 it changed my. It didn't. I haven't still sucky. It was so, it was so bad. This is still shit. Still... But, all right, here's a serious question because now we know. That the Flash has earned less money in the box office than Green Lantern, so that's was, why I watched. It. Was it worse than Green? Was it worse than the Flash? No, I don't think it was worse than the Flash. Wait, no, wait. I think yeah, I think this movie was worse than the Flash. You think the Green Lantern movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. At least the Flash has a little bit better CGI than this one. A little bit better. A little bit better. CGI still sucks. A little bit better than than Green Lantern. Yeah, I I always forget every time I look at that, every time I talk about that film, I always forget that like Taika Waititi's in it. I think yeah. young Taika Waititi. I forgot about that too until so you just brought it up. Um, he got me off guard. It's like you're in this movie too. Like, yeah, I completely forgot. Uh, but yeah, that first Green Lantern and that and that was meant to kick off the first DCEU. Well, DC doesn't have a good track record, so they don't. With the exception of the animated shows, animated shows have been a top tier. I actually started that at some point. I got through like season one of Justice League, the first Justice League, and uh, pretty good. But then I started watching New Girl, so then it's it's hard to watch multiple shows at once for me because I watch so many movies. So I, I just stuck with New Girl because it's so funny. But Justice League is a good, good show. I I watched that as a kid a lot. Yeah. Are you talking about like the early two thousands? Yeah. Into Justice League. Yeah. I 
I went back and watched that a couple of years ago. Like, wow, these, some of the things they're talking about, I didn't know this as a kid, like just really <laughs> adult themes. I was like, holy shit. But I well, everything, everything back then that we watched as a kid had some serious adult stuff. And you you go like on Instagram or something, it's like, we didn't know this before. And it was like, oh yeah. my gosh, like they were, they were pushing some limits back then, but we had no clue. Nah, can't. And so that you can't do that now. Cancer culture. <clears throat> oh yeah. You're the, yeah. <laughs> that's not getting by. Uh, nah. What did I just see recently? I was like, there's no way this, Mean Girls, that's what it was. Mean Girls, no way Mean Girls comes out in 2023. Uh, that was, nah. I was like, bro, this is, this is not flying in, <laughs> in this, in this, today's world. That's no, no way. I, I, I was just talking to my partner about that the other day. We were watching, I think, Rush Hour 1. And I was like, oh yeah, mm, yeah. oh yeah, nothing, nothing in that movie is, will pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa, serious Chris Tucker starts talking. Nah, that'd be speed. <laughs> Just be it. Good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Very fun. Four, four still meant to be coming, apparently. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wonder how it's going to happen. All all Jack and Jan, old yeah. trucker. going to be yeah. interesting. Um, we got that. Expendables as well. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, me and Messi have been talking about this at length for multiple episodes that the movie industry is just all about nostalgia now, so... Everything, everything's gone with the nostalgia, with the sequels, with the remakes. So that's with the cameos of previous people. So that means we're just going to continue with that trend until something new happens. That's that's exactly right. And that's, well, if these movies do get made, if the, yeah. things do get yeah. the ball rolling again. That's true. Because uh, right now, because it's actually interesting, is that the last time you guys were on here, we we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, but we were all the writers' strike had just happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And now we got the actors' strike. Yep. And that's just because I, I, yeah, I just feel bad for everybody. Everyone should get paid. Well, they should get paid and get the ball rolling. But this time next year, quality of content is just going to be. There's not I mean, gonna be a lot of con- it, there's gonna be a lot of delays. It's been going down since phase four started. So like we got WandaVision. WandaVision was good with CGI, acting, writing was good. After that going down. There's nothing nothing as good as WandaVision since they it started. And Bob not Well Exceptions for James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then yeah. also into the across the Spider Verse, and but but there has been a drop in content, and that's primarily why there has been this writers' strike because they're just like overworked, and yeah. they they don't have the the deadlines are like really unrealistic. I mean, I know for me, I'm like, dude, I get tired in an eight hour day. These people are doing like. 12 14 hour days they're they're just seven days a week I'm like heck no yeah too much and and like it's just uh, streaming has done great things as a consumer it's done great things but for eventually something like this was going to happen oh yeah Dream, not like, for them at all and uh, and the writers too or not the writers the actors too because then people can get very uh, mysterious on giving actors 
certain money based off the income that they get on streaming services mm. because the like the residuals of how much they like the viewership and stuff like that. So they can get very tricky with that. I know that was a big thing for what was it? Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. And then she wasn't there was like this whole lawsuit or whatever because she wasn't getting yeah. any right based yeah. on Black Widow on streaming service. So I mean for us it's fine, but like yeah. eventually for us it won't be fine because then we're just not gonna get good cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Black Bid- Black Widow is just uh like I, I like I'm glad she did the lawsuit. I'm glad she got her pay her pay. It, that was just almost just circumstances. Like there was I I always feel a bit for Disney because it's like there was nothing in the rule book that you're about to drop a movie during a pandemic. Like it's gonna it's gonna bomb not because of the quality of content, not because of the marketing, not because of anything, because of global the everything yeah, everything's in a global pandemic. Yeah. There is there is nothing you can do. No. Um, but let's get let's get on to the some bubble culture news. Are you guys any big uh, Call of Duty fans? We're pretty we're pretty we play Call of Duty a lot. I will admit I have played more recently um What's the game called again? Fortnite? No, the other Call of Duty game that we planned. <laughs> um, Cold War? Cold War. I have been playing more mm-hmm. Cold War than Modern Warfare 2 uh, just because there's, one, there's zombies. I love, love the zombies games. Two, is there's this like gunfight tournament game mode that's on Cold War. And I'm just like such a competitive person that... Regular games where it's just like win lose, it doesn't do it for me. I need like a tournament style where I'm like, okay, by win, I go to the next branch or something. Or like ranked mm-hmm. games. I, I know Call of Duty has ranked, but I'm not good enough. For that. But there's like other other <laughs> games that are not Call of Duty that have ranked, and that, it's like that kind of fuels my my competitiveness. But mm-hmm. just regular games like that, it, it's hard. It's harder for me to enjoy long term. You want something a bit more challenging. Yeah, I need the challenge. Uh, well, it just in this past week, they announced that Call of Duty will be staying on PlayStation moving forward in its early releases. Uh, so, yeah, it's new releases. And Call of Duty's had a massive increase on Xbox uh, Live because they've put all the old games on backwards compatibility and they brewed up the old servers. It's a shit ton of really? like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 right now. Wow. I did not know that. They, they booted up all those servers? That's, That's like years ago. Yeah, I think on my Switch. On my, <laughs> on my Switch, on my jump overboard over there. You can't can go to the dark side. But no, uh, <laughs> wow. That's, that's, I wonder if they would do that for PlayStation. No. 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 Activision was bought by Xbox. You're right. They're not... They're lucky. We're we're lucky enough to get new games. They were they were to the point that we're gonna take Call of Duty away from us to make it a, an exclusive for Xbox. They were to that point so close. But if they, they make Call of Duty exclusive for Xbox, there would be a lot of PlayStation users going over to to Xbox or just getting an Xbox and having a PlayStation. Well, that's that thing. And I I when as soon as I read, I was like, how much money? did PlayStation throw? How much money did Sony throw at this to keep playing? Oh, yeah. Keep it they, on PlayStation. They gave them a good chunk of change. Oh, it'd be, 
maybe a sh- truckloads at Microsoft's door for it. I won't be surprised if they 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 spend over at least a billion dollars or more. Oh yeah, on it. They because Call Call of Duty is one of the biggest gaming franchises ever. I'm yeah, ever it's on. And like yeah, boys. Well, the boys just join and people oh, are yeah. buying it crazy. Is you if Call of Duty goes straight to just Xbox, like Danny said, people may jump overboard and go over there. Because Call of Duty is one of the most view streaming uh, games on either Twitch or the, whatever streaming service you use. Call of Duty is one of the biggest ones you ever do, see there. So that's what brings money in. Mm-hmm. So streamers may just stay on Xbox or even on on Steam on. Call of Duty is like Same. the Apple of video games. Like, it could come out every single year, and you're going to buy it regardless. You know it's the same thing as the last one, but you're still going to buy it because you just it's just new. And it's, uh, it's like the Apple video game. So it's like, I don't even know how to, uh, how to phrase it. If, like, Apple was only on one uh, phone carrier, everyone would go to that phone carrier. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. And... And that's the thing. It's, I just, it's so popular. It, there was no way PlayStation was, or Sony was going to let this just be exclusive. So, yeah. And right now, everyone's going back and playing the old ones. So, so that's some more proof to you. Yeah. But um, it could also mean that the old ones are, are the, the good ones are not doing so hot. Well, that's too. That too. Because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was. Such a good game. Uh, it was the one place where, for some reason, I found out where exactly where my mother's been. Now, where a lot of people's mothers have been. And getting absolutely killed by someone half my age. Oh, yep. That's exactly right. Modern Warfare 2 is like like peak childhood <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. Monster no King. Better, no better time to be allotted. Nah. Uh, but yeah, Call of Duty, don't worry guys, still going to be on there, still be fine, yeah. don't stress. Uh, now this, we were just talking about a little striking, this is going to be sad because Deadpool 3, Venom 3, Mission Impossible 2, Gladiator 2, Mortal Kombat, and Juice and Andor all stopped. Yep. Sucks. We just... Have- we just got footage of Deadpool 3. I know. And, they, and just a week before that, they announced it's coming out a couple of months earlier. I'm like, oh, well, that's useless now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and there was a movie. I can't quite remember the film, but it was like 10 days away from completing filming. Uh, but then the strike happened, so then it's just it's just on pause. You can't do anything. But it was 10 days away from completing filming. I'm like, well, that's tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good and bad in this in the same way. It's good that they're stopping it because obviously we want to support what's going on with the with the writers and actors. And it's bad because we as as fans, we won't get content. We won't get anything new at all. Everything, everything has stopped. Every movie, TV show, everything. Um, but it's also good because maybe Marvel would rethink. Their CGI stuff and writing stuff, and maybe they'll give us good content whenever all this is settled and everybody's happy. 
Um, but I hope because last time we were here, we thought by this time it will be done. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not. It got worse. So hopefully the next time we're here on your podcast again, <laughs> it's not as worse or I guess solved. But we have good bit bad news. No one's dropping. Hold there. There needs. I, that's really the main goal for well, us as consumers and and then if everyone's if every, the majority of people you can't make everyone happy but if the majority of people are happy then it's good because we're getting good content they're doing what they love and actually enjoy it because we all know if you love something but you're just like you're doing it too much you eventually you eventually hate it I I know multiple people who um, played instruments and. They would like travel the world or travel the country and do stuff like that. Uh, but they would like they would have to train, 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 even for sports players and stuff like that. There's like you do it too much and you just you just hate it eventually. And so hopefully that doesn't happen to to the writers. And and that's part of the reason for the strikes because they they they're they're leaving their jobs because they're like I can't I rather do something else than than do this. And they can't afford it. And the, yep. the how much they're getting paid, they can't afford it with inflation and everything. They're not getting paid what they deserve. And they're like, well, I can't do what I love because I got to support myself and live. So I'm going to leave. Yeah, so there was a cool as a shortage. Someone that worked on She Hulk, I don't know who it was or what they worked on specifically, but they said they only got like 300 bucks. Like a 300 bucks. I mean, that's, that's, that's nothing. That's not right or anything. Nah. It's just Look. gas money. That's it. Barely. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, the last two, what, three days? Done. If yep. that. Uh, and it's just, yeah, I just can't believe it's it's got this far. And then Bob Iger's comments last last oh, week, yeah, I'm like, shut up. It, it made it even worse. It made it even worse. I'm sure your PR person just quit. It's like I'm not. I can't do this anymore. I'm out. <laughs> now nah, I'm done. You've just alienated the entire people that are striking right now. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got the biggest target on his back for yeah for good reason. I mean, one, Disney owns like half of these companies, so Disney's Disney. Yeah, and you you eventually you get too big. That's what happens when you get too big. That's right. And what his comments were, things like the comments were, that what the writers asking unrealistic expectations, like you, oh, your expectations are unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's right. like what you're, like what you. My bad. I'm sorry. I can't work seven days a week for a penny. For a penny. Yeah. Or what was it? Uh, how many people had left, or how many people were left? Spider-Verse. Apparently there's a few animators that left because so Yeah. Uh the Flash. There was someone who Everybody left the Flash. There was a lot of people who left <laughs> the Flash, but there was someone specifically who like had this whole uh live on Instagram and he was like really? if it looks like it was made in a week or a month or something like that, it probably was. And he originally was working on it and then quit because the the deadlines and stuff like that but the fact that you that can't happen that can't happen look i love content but i don't love crappy content i'd rather wait for good content than 
give me great time. But the thing is, we're still going to watch it. We're still going to watch it, which is why they still do it. They, they, they still... They don't care. They don't they care. Don't care. Honestly, they they know we're still going to watch it. Yeah. They never review it. And when they proposed the, the AI to recreate actors, I don't know if you guys saw that, but that made it even worse as well. Like, you, you as an actor, you're nothing. You're nobody. We can literally take your image and repurpose it forever. And we pay you for one day. And you're done. Your you're whole time that you spent either studying for acting, you went to acting schools, for either film schools, or whatever you did to get to the point that you are, nothing. That's one of the hardest jobs to, like, actually make it up in the world. Mm. So and like it is. be actually in that industry like as a big like big name actors and stuff like that that's one of the hardest things to do in in the entire world so and i mean that sucks i i wouldn't know i wouldn't know how it would actually work out like i feel like it would look really like bad because then you don't have you don't have the the actual personality of that person that could uh a lot of people ryan reynolds robert downey jr they they don't go completely on script. Sometimes they'll add their own stuff. Sitcoms, uh, yeah. they'll do a bunch of their own stuff. Like, you're just not having freedom of personality anymore if you do that AI thing. That's going to be really weird. I think... Yeah. Oh, I, I think the way that we, if they do it, I think they will do it how they do with video games. They will just recreate it, AI it, and then just pay some low, low actor that will do anything for a penny and just voice act it yeah and just have the face of the actual actor let's do ryan reynolds for example he's worth millions of dollars yep i come in they give me a hundred dollars i'll do it yeah. i'll do it i'll do it i'll try to do his voice done you said like him done no yeah i mean i don't but <laughs> they'll find someone who can that's yeah. hard well, isn't it uh, David? I think David Attenborough sold his voice to Discovery Channel so they could still use his voice after he dies to do documentaries. I'm like, really? Yeah. So, how, what do you? How do you feel about that? I mean, he is the the um. Oh my God! What is the word? Nature discovery narrator. Yeah, guy. He he is the narrator for those. Like every time I see anything with nature, or it's him. It's always him. And I, I don't know. I don't know how honestly how I feel that. I think didn't um Darth Vader's voice um Earl Jones Jones. Yeah, did the same thing. The same. But that's like that's like with your permission, you know. <laughs> that yeah. kind of cleanse it. Yeah. I mean. And it's very, it's like certain roles here and there, not every role in a movie type of thing. So, no. And I guess the way we could look at the two examples we've just had, they're for voiceover work. They're not for a performance. Yeah. But again, yeah, before someone attacks me, yes, voice, voice acting is still a performance, but it's not a physical one. Yeah. Exactly. I was waiting for someone to be like, it's still a performance. It's still a performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just it, compared to an actual actor, so that the Razor Eye AI chat, chat GBT, like that's that's what's caused this even further. But again, I we, 
we know that they can do some some dangerous stuff with with AI. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Mission Impossible yet. I'm pretty sure you have. Um, yeah, I know Messi has. It's Scary. It's creepy. It's creepy. That was so on the nose, and I thought of it. You're like, this is awfully eerie. Uh, yeah, it's a, little, it's a little too real. <laughs> We're getting a little too close to the like what could actually happen. Yeah, James Cameron was right. Skynet's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why have you heard the utter mess that is Aquaman two? I don't get it. It is apparently a hot steaming garbage. How do you do this with Jason Momoa? I don't get it. I don't. They just just did what they did with Batgirl. Tax it off. Give it away. Give the money back. Let it go. They've done so many reshoots. They have put up apparently two different Batmans. Like, I, I don't get it. We don't even care no more. We don't care about this movie. And they're still working for it. I don't understand why. Still working for it. They said don't. it was trash. All the the audience, the the first screening that they had for Aquaman, people walked out of the theater and how laughed. bad it was. Like, I, don't. Oh, I still don't know how people get into test screenings. I'm waiting for my inv- invitation. But like, <laughs> they, I don't know. Do right that. here. <laughs> also, Jack's gun right here. Yeah, right here. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, it's it's bad. They're doing multiple takes. People still hate it. No one cares about it. Look, if if Flash, with all the paid promotion that they had, Tom Cruise saying this is the best superhero movie ever, like, the Batman's in here, Supergirl's in here. We think multiple cameos could other possibly be in here, even though they weren't. Uh, possibly Henry Cavill. Like, if all that hype... And Flash still was the most bombed movie in the history of DC. What is what is Aquaman? It will now be lower. It will not make you a penny. You have to make this a tax write off. It will not make you a single penny. It's gonna be trash. Well, totally fair. The way the one thing Aquaman does have over the Flash is their main character isn't wanted in Hawaii and <laughs> also a cult leader. But Mara. Uh, is it like it's true? Girl, yeah, she ever heard it in the movie, so it's the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) at least as of right now, she's still in parts of the movie, at least. Yes, which uh, I heard different reports about that. I've heard one where she's been cut down, one where her role was already short because apparently she's pregnant in the movie. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't believe shit like multiple reshoots, and I. What I don't get is, like, I understand the situation, but, like, it's the same team as the first one. Yeah. So what's just turned this into trap? Like, what's made it so bad? Yeah, I actually enjoyed the first Aquaman. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I was like, huh, this is a pretty good Aquaman movie. Yeah. It's a good uh, fish bear movie. This man. So I, I don't know what happened to this, but you, you can't release this. It, it can't be released. And we already know that, like, it's not part of James Gunn's stuff. No, the vision. Nah, it's because it... Oh, fine. No, I was going to say, you just put it on Max. Yeah. Just, just put it on Max. Just put it on Max. That's it. That's, that's right. It's not like we're Max now. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Peacock, I, I, your I, I, moves. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be watching Cock, man. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. I, I, you, this can't be in the theaters. This is not a, not a theater worthy movie when this is releasing right, right, right. in December, right? That's right. Well, uh, well, suppose. So you have Wonka in December. I believe Dune 2 is also in December. Yes. Or in November, something like that. So you actually got movie. good movies. Rebel Moon, and you're going to have this. You're, you're, this is a disgrace to cinema and a disgrace to Jason Momoa, but I can't. Sorry, sorry, Jason. You got the, you're in the wrong industry. You're in the wrong uh, company because DC don't know what they're doing. At least not yet. Maybe James Run, but we, st- we still have to wait for that. We still have to wait because it, I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, oh, I was talking about all the Superman legacy casting. It's like, oh, that's all awesome. Like, this is still so far away. Get really high. Two more years. You still gotta wait two more years. Yeah. Unsurprised, we got casting for Superman Legacy that's in 20, 20, well, and then Fantastic Four also. Two, three, five. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my Fantastic Four casting. Oh, no. Wait, that's, that's supposedly on pause too because of the actor's strike. Apparently, yeah. I I think that that was the only thing that Marvel has going into Comic-Con was... Was the fantastic forecasting, which apparently, uh, I forgot her name, Vanessa from Mission Impossible. Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, she's up for the Invisible Woman. Right, because supposedly Margot Robbie and and uh, Adam Driver. Driver declined it. Good. Yeah, I'd probably I, decline it for your but yeah. But uh, yeah, Aquaman, Aquaman two fans, it is not looking good. It's this movie's been in struggle because of the, the studio changes. Uh, as I said, I think originally it was Ben Affleck, and then it yeah. changed to Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton was going to be the Batman moving forward, which was originally meant to be the cameo at the end of The Flash. Did you guys know there was three different endings shot? Yep. Three different endings. I don't remember what all three were. I know one was with uh, Keaton and Supergirl, right? Yep. Yeah, and I don't remember the other two, but yeah, three different endings, and we got the we got the worst one. I I didn't like the ending. I was like, bro, yeah. come on, that's not even a good Batman. Yeah, and I feel bad with George Clooney because he would have looked like, oh yeah, sure, I'll come back, I'll do a cameo, and you've carried in the worst again, the worst oh, superhero movie. He he's not going back. No, he's not. Nah. Now nah, he's done. He's done. Yeah. Now nah. he's burned twice. No way. Uh, did you guys see? Yeah, boy. I was so hyped. I was so hyped. I called Danny, and I was on my way to see uh, to see Oppenheimer when the trailer dropped. I was driving. It was like, no, they did not just release a PS Five Spider Man Two trailer. It was awesome. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Then Everything. Harry, just. Uh, what was the uh, um Venom Haven? Raven the Hunter. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be lizard. It's gonna be so good. Messi called me. He's like, I told you, I told you, Harry is gonna be the Venom. Uh, he was, yeah, he was. Awesome. I was right all the way. God damn it! I was. I told him in the very beginning, Harry's gonna be Venom for a good for a good minute because I know Spider Man's gonna be Venom too, and then apparently Eddie Brock is gonna show up. But if he does, I want it to be like at the very end. Yeah. And the next game will be Eddie Brock as Venom. But 
I don't want if if Venom goes for the third game, I I hope it's like for a sh short minute because I want Green Goblin. I want Green Goblin to be the last the last villain. What if he shows up from this one? Batman has a lot of villains. He does. Oh, it's it's his biggest Batman's. Yeah, the Gallery. I I I gotta ask you something because I me and Missy go back and forth on this. I absolutely. I'm so enraged because this movie is this game is not a co-op game. I don't know about your opinions about this, but this this is the perfect opportunity to be a co-op game. I when I saw that, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, I guess he has to use both. That'd be a really good line, you know, be a co-op or co-op campaign. And I was, I I think it's a missed opportunity. I think it's a missed opportunity. They should have done it. It's, nah. it's just the thing is, everybody's making single player games now, because and so want to play good, but I like playing with friends. I remember I back in the PS, nothing. <laughs> I just <laughs> PS3, PS4 was like everything was all multiplayer, and it was just so fun because you still could play single player if you wanted to, but you could also play multiplayer. You could play co-op. It was just it was like fun. Now you have. Very few multiplayer games out there, but they're the repetitive ones like Call of Duty. And it's like, yeah. I want good games. They try to do that with Avengers, Avengers didn't work out, but like good multiplayer co op games. And I thought this was the perfect thing because Insomniac knows what they're doing with games. And so I was like, if they're going to do co op, it's going to be good. And they didn't. So they did it. I'm so happy. I was pretty blood. I like, I like, okay, I like my single player games because when I play multiplayer, I play with either with Danny or with another friend Sean. I like guess it's, it's it's fun, but I like my me time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when God of War came out, The Last of Us, Spider Man, Miles Morales, all these games are single player. I loved it because I was. But you can still play Joe single player. But if you made a co op, it would give me the option. No, I don't want to co. I don't want to play with you because then you wanna be Miles Morales, and I will. I want to be Miles Morales. Like we both want to be the same character, but we can't be the same character. <laughs> No, nah, just just do the Mortal Kombat where it's just a different skin. It's just like bright green or bright orange. <laughs> yeah, where you use the same character. Oh, no! Nah, like I, I, I agree with you. Like Danny, like play Halo co-op, uh, one, two, and three, and four. Call of Duty when they had the campaign co-op, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I think it's just now Studios is like you gotta play online. You gotta play online. It doesn't matter. Single player game. Yeah, all the good games are all single player now, so pretty yeah. good. Uh, but you guys, I haven't got a photo right now. My apologies. But have you seen the the PlayStation? Have you seen oh the PlayStation? I am. Messi told me he was gonna sell his PlayStation. Oh, and get the new. I am getting it. So the good thing about it, you can buy the the hard case by itself. If you have a PS5, you don't have to buy the PS5. You can just buy the case because the PS5 cases can be removed. I don't know if you knew that, but the cases can be removed. You can put a new one. Yeah. So if you have a PS5, you don't have to buy the whole PS5. Oh, you can, but you have to buy the remote. But do they sell the, they sell the hard, hard? Yeah. And yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed that if you have a PS5, you can buy the case by itself. Because why would we buy it? Well, it makes sense. Why would you buy another PS5? Because when they drop the new colors in black and red, you can buy the case by itself. Oh, I get it. It's limited. It's limited, so do it fast. <laughs> Quickly. 
Quickly, everyone who's listening. Do I hear it out? I don't even know when it comes out. The pre, I think pre-orders are to 28, if I don't, I believe. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. October, uh, October the... How much is the case? I don't October know. October the 20th. I, I'm buying it. I don't care how much it is. No, oh, it was... I've, I was... After I saw that photo, I was like, that's so sleek. Not that. Yeah. That's a centerpiece that you have in your living room. Yeah, this is art, actually. <laughs> this, this is yeah. art. This is actually art. I'm not going to like it. Now we got showcase when you got guests in your house. So this is my PS5. <laughs> don't touch. Only look. Yeah, different. <laughs> don't touch it. I'm still playing. <laughs> and um, it looks but... nice. The game was, the story was really great because last time we got a, a uh, gameplay. gameplay trailer. Yeah. So, like a little drop. Right. So we, we got to like have some. Some I like gameplay stuff, but not but having like the actual story like gives you more insight into it. Everyone glowed up. Miles glowed up. Peter glowed up. MJ glowed up. So it's gonna be good. It's it's yeah, I can't wait. And it, as much as I'm really excited for this, I'm just like, okay, this is really cool. But the next one we're getting is the Wolverine game yep. that is gonna oh, I've heard apparently that's gonna be full on. Like they're going all out with that. Yeah. Do you think he'll make a cameo on this? Because I think it's the same no. universe. I don't think he's making a cameo. A cameo. That's it. It's a cameo. Is Wolverine also Insomniac? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I still don't think they make a cameo. A cameo. I, I don't have a cameo. We don't even have a, a trailer for Wolverine. Same. I can, <laughs> I could see maybe a report or like yeah, something in the background. That's, like by the cool. way. Yeah. Man with claws attacks him by. Yeah, that's what she does. That was perfect. Yeah. That's not a I didn't game, you know. I mean, just a mention of something. Easter egg. He's it's coming. Easter egg. It's an Easter egg, exactly. He's coming. He's coming, and it's going to be good. It's, it's... Hype. Hype it all up. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, but the new trailer just looks fan freaking fantastic. Uh, I feel like we had to talk about this. Like, I, yeah, yeah, like, how do you because how do you guys feel about it? Okay, I will admit, I did enjoy this trailer a little bit more than the last trailer. I thought the last trailer, I was like, trash, this is rough, this is not gonna be good. Um, but this, this trailer actually like seemed fun. I, I don't have the highest expectations for this movie, but it did, did seem. Like, it'll be like it'll be an enjoyable movie to watch. Yeah, um, I, I didn't resent it as much as watching the first one. But like we, we obviously we see Nick Fury again. We know he's not going to die in Secret Invasion. Um, <laughs> oh my God, this Um Well, Marvel sported themselves. I blame them. Um, and we got a little bit more story as to like who the villain is, although. Seeing this trailer, I really don't see how it's going to connect to Secret Invasion. I didn't even see a scroll. Well, I don't know if I could see a scroll in her because they could blend in. But uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't see it. Pretty much only the connection between Secret Invasion is Nick Fury and being on, on the International Space yeah. Station. That's it. Uh, but this did look a lot more fun. Like When I watched the first one, I was like, this looks crap. Nothing excites me about this, but this looks a little bit more like a fun film. 
And yeah. I feel like this, just watching that trailer, I'm like, this is going to be better than Ant-Man. Like, it's going to be Guardians Galaxy, Marvel's Ant-Man. So you think it'll be better than Ant-Man? I think I think it will be. Not not the villain, though. No. Not the villain. Not the villain. I think yeah, villain... The, villain, the villain is just such a strong part of the movie. Yeah, the villain will be Thor, a Thor 2 villain. 50 bucks. And you're probably right, but but I don't know. I I take a lot of weight in villains for for films, so I, t- I always say a good villain makes a good movie. That's right. But then again, Ant Man had a good villain and wasn't that good of a movie, but they had the potential. So I don't know. I I don't know if it'll be better than Ant Man. It it depends on the CGI. I'll say that. Yes, and like. And this got pushed back, I'm pretty sure. I think this was meant to come out in July. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this summer, and it got pushed back to November. Yeah, yeah. which, with all the movies that have come out, lucky it did. Yeah, for real. It, it would have been too much. No way it would have succeeded in, in no. the summer. Not with, not with all the movies. Yeah. That it was, was a good thing that it, that it got delayed. Yeah, not with uh, Bobby Oppenheimer. Up and Bobby. Ba- Bar- Barbenheimer. That's it. Bobby Heimer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go watch Bob. That was a go. We'll go watch Oppenheimer, then go watch Barbie, then we all go party. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the new trailer looks a lot better. Uh, not fully hyped. It is coming in November, and I'm very I, interesting to see the other bracelet. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, okay. I was thinking that was more connected to, to Kang. I thought so. Right. I thought so too. Now that that's where all the theories were coming in with, with Ant-Man and all that stuff. But hey, do you think King will show up in this? I think he will. A variant of King. I hope so. Like I hope Bobby works out for Jonathan. That's also what I was gonna say. I was like, eh, I don't know anymore. But by then, his court date's in 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 August. Yeah, it's coming up. So. If he, they were to do like a cameo post credit scene of Kang and stuff like that, mm. um, or cut it out, either cut it out or put it in, they could do that pretty last minute. So yeah, with the court day being in August and the the release being in November, also we know a bunch of Marvel shows and films they like they take things up to the very last second. They're like, yeah, yeah, like days before, like we just finished the fun- oh, we just finished editing the final hour. And we're going to get Jonathan Majors in Loki season two because I haven't seen anything that altered that at all. Like that's still going ahead. It's still planned. But funny how we don't have a poster for it yet, though. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why. I think that I think, really think they're waiting for that court date. And yeah, I think they're, they're, they're waiting. If God forbid he comes out as guilty, I think the whole show is going to be postponed until reshoots are done. I think they're going to do the same thing as Aquaman gonna replace him with someone else and then do all their reshoots god forbid when does Loki yeah. Snow Tune come out I don't know pushing it back. Uh, I just saw it October 6th is supposed to be the first yeah that's when it's meant to be we haven't got a trailer we haven't got a October October they got too much to... yeah they can it all yeah they can reshoot the whole show uh, I don't know but it also depends on the strike I mean if they have to do reshoots yeah. how are you gonna do reshoots and you got a strike going on Right, uh, and it's it's terrible because 
I hope it all works out for him. I hope the truth comes out in the court case. But I'm like, yeah, had so much hope after Quantum Mania. They're like, he's he's the villain for Avengers. He's gonna f everything out. That was yep. great. And domestic violence court case. Here you get a villain in real life. Yeah, <laughs> you've been a die hero, or you've been killing villains. This just love lying enough to be a villain. Yeah, I mean this this. It's crazy because we were, you know, all these talks about the downfall of Marvel and stuff like that. We we get Kang, we're like, bro, Kang is Kang. Like, Kang is Kang. This is this is a real deal villain. This Marvel could be on onto something, and yeah. and then all this happens. So, I wonder real deal villain, all right. <laughs> I wonder who they'll turn to. Maybe Doctor Doom, um, because even that was still rumored. What with Kang? So I mm. I don't know. But I'm sure, look, the thing is, I always keep saying in defense, Kevin Feige is a fanboy just like us. So I have no doubt he has a backup plan that has a kid. Or a recap of a person. Yeah. Well, that before, I know there was a big yeah. lobby for everyone. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, but high revolutionary actor to play Ken. Oh, uh, yes. And I, I can't say his name either. I didn't hear about that one. But I didn't hear about um, Finn from Star Wars. Ooh, he cannot play me. He cannot play Kane. Yeah, he, he does care to have. Bless. Bless he can have, have some familiar feature to. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, like, I don't know. I got to see. You got to see someone in a role of like something similar to see if he has that fierceness in him. I guess with also with Jolly's Majors, because he was, he's a very tall dude. He's like Jack, 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 Jack on Jack. Yeah. So it's like you have the imposing presence. Uh, you got, you want someone who's going to be able to always tower over Thor or look Thor in the eye as an actual threat. Because obviously Thanos was taller than everybody. Yeah. Uh, but. It's around made of a scene. As as this recording goes, there is still nowhere on Jonathan Majors. I think the last thing I read was that apparently some information came up that uh, it was false. That the, his partner is right. So then so was, true. his partner was, I think his partner was wrestler or something, or yeah. something like that. But then there was a report like after that saying that he also did something else. You know, I was like, okay, did he do something? Did he not do something? I don't know. Just do the court case. Yeah, what, we're taking too long for this court case. Come on, speed it up. <laughs> no, come on, I want to watch Loki. For real. <laughs> uh, so with that, which I think is a perfect segue, straight in to Secret Invasion, The Harvest. What did you guys think of this episode? It's episode five. There's one more to go. And this, to me, the series has, this is the argument I make, every series that Marvel's had for the first to kick off the rank of the year has been absolute winner. Between WandaVision, Moon Knight, and this, they seem to start the shows off with a bang. And then it yeah. goes. And then, then, it, then it starts crashing and burning. But I will say that Secret Invasion, I, I, I'm going to say a couple things about Secret Invasion. One is this episode five was not as good as I thought it would be, given the fact that we've had amazing episode fives on every 
uh, Disney Plus show that we've had. It's basically the best episode of a six-episode series. And so going into this, I'm like, this is going to be the best episode in the series. Personally, I think I still like two the best. And I really, I really enjoyed episode two. But it was still really, it was still a good episode. It just wasn't yeah. the, the best out of, out of all of them, in my opinion. And yeah. second thing is, as as we watch these episodes more and more, and we're about to get to the finale, the more I really come to the conclusion that this show should have been a movie. Oh, yeah. It would have worked much better as a movie. Either that or releasing all at once, which Marvel doesn't really like to do. At least they haven't done it yet. They might do it with Echo, but I don't think that's because they have high hopes for Echo. So uh, then it should should have been a movie, but it wasn't. It's just, there are certain things that work as like a a week-to-week basis. WandaVision phenomenal thing as a, as a week-to-week basis there's like certain shows that work like that but this this is much better as a movie would have been yeah imagine this coming out right before Mission Impossible like it would have just been you got two oh yeah two fly thrillers that would have been yeah. phenomenal uh what do you think Messi I this show was a hundred percent what I was expecting spies action secrets you don't know who's who even before we the the show came out we we, we talked about it that it and the show has been 100 percent what we wanted i expect i will be hooked every single episode i haven't think any episode has been bad yes this episodes are better than others but all five episodes i've been hooked mm-hmm. and, and previous shows some episodes like i couldn't live without seeing this but in this show, it 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 it's did common. something different. Yeah, uh, it it did something different, and I I don't know if I'm learning to appreciate what they're giving us instead of hating and stuff. Um, but this show is so far is good, and I cannot wait how they're gonna play it off with the harvest next episode. I mean, we saw like a glimpse of a super scroll being strong as like the Hulk and Nick yes. Bang on something. Um, I thought that was going to be this episode because they dropped like that teaser thing last week. The fifth episode came out. Um, so I don't, I don't know how it's going to end, but it's going to go down. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's a lot they're going to cover for this episode, and obviously lead into the Marvels. Uh, but do you like? I've been, I think Gravik, like, has been such a good villain for this series, right? And I was saying that it's terrible because it's one of those situations with with Infinity War. It's like, you understand why they're pissed. You understand why they're angry. You understand why they're annoyed at everybody. So it's not like, we want to take over the world because our evil plans are money. They want to take it over because they want their home or they want a home because they've been lied to for so long. Yeah. I, I got I got another two things to say. Things just keep on popping up in my, in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh. About the whole thing. I saw an Instagram post today. Not my own, so can't take credit for it. But it was like, what happened to that planet that Thanos was on uh, at, at in the beginning of Endgame? Why didn't they just move the scrolls <laughs> over there? And I was like, right? And it was like, it was like a picture of the Secret, of, Secret Invasion writer sweating or something. Uh, so that... 
I don't know. There's so many. Carol Danvers goes to, she's basically the Avengers of, of the space. So she's going to mm-hmm. all these different planets. I'm sure she could have found a planet that was habitable that didn't have yeah. people in it. Well, that's, that's the thing. I just, I'm like, really? Like, I understand about the blip, but I understand we have a bit scattered, but I'm like, really? No one's found you a planet at all? He laid out writing. Yeah. Even though it guides the galaxy kind of proves that there's multiple planets out there with living They planets. made a planet out of a freaking head of a of an eternal I forgot what it's called. Celestial. So you can't make a you can make a planet with this? Come on. Yeah. So that I never really thought about it until I saw that post. But you like yeah, it basically was a series. Second thing I was gonna say was this well before we heard that this was leading into the Marvels. We heard that this was leading into Armor Wars. That's right. Rhodey's Armor yeah. Wars. Rhodey. Well, guess what? Rhodey's a freaking scroll now. So is Rhodey even alive? Like, what? what is Armor Wars now knowing that there is a Rhodey scroll out in the world? Well, that's, that's right. I was, I was, as soon as we got a reveal that, that Rhodey was a scroll, I was like, uh, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, hey, on Armor Wars. What the? What is yeah, going with What that? is Armor Wars? Armor, Armor Wars now. So that's that's going to be really interesting. Question. Shoot. Do you think Rhodey is being kidnapped or held also somewhere and there's a scroll of him or Rhodey has been a scroll this whole time? Because it's been different. I don't know if you've seen per like personality. This this version of Instagram is a very different Rhodey than we have seen on previous movies. I don't think he's been the whole time because Kevin Feige said now you have to look back at all the movies and see which one was the real Rhodey. They're like so I don't know if 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 it was like in like at a certain period in the MCU timeline. That everything after was Rhodey, or if there was like Rhodey Squirrel, Rhodey Squirrel, Rhodey Squirrel timelines type of thing. Um, I don't know. I I think after since Civil War, okay. something something That's really far came in sucks after Civil War because he got he was injured and all that stuff. Yeah, I, and so I don't know. Maybe he died. Maybe he didn't die. But I think it had to be at some point around the Civil War time. I would say after Civil War, because I can't really imagine the scroll pretending to be crippled <laughs> for a good amount of time because they've just been shot by an android. Uh, so I'd say, yeah, sometime after Civil War. I did see someone's horrible comment that was like, oh, of course he's a scroll because he's walking properly. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, he's been walking properly. It was all fun in Endgame, you idiots. He had the things. They're like all these legs, like Batman did, so he could walk properly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, and I love the fact that now it's made a whole, everyone just go, oh, how long has he been a scroll? How long has he been, uh, yeah, he knew Tony was going to die. Did he help uh, push Tony to uh, make that final, that, make that final call? So, yeah. And that's interesting is I did also see a post that was, are uh, the Thunderbolts get assembled because everything leaks out about the Skrulls. And it's like emergency, emergency response team. 
Because technically there is no Avengers right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, that that'd be interesting. Like this is the government going. We. I always associate the Thunderbolts with the vibranium and Black Panther stuff. Yeah. No, it it can definitely be correlated with that. There's a lot of different paths Kevin Feige could take with <laughs> with all with this. this. Yeah. Yeah. I do. One more question. Gravic. I do think the theory that I've seen a lot uh, going on. Gravic. Obviously, he's a scroll, but he actually got his body from somewhere. Do you think the actor of Gravic will also play another big actor, a big character on the cinematic universe, Marvel, as Doctor Doom? Because again, the Super Scrolls is a Fantastic Four storyline. They sell all their powers and they become the Super Scroll with all the. Hmm. What if the person that he stole his body is? Dr. Doom and Dr. Doom is somewhere else. I don't know. Either dead or that's 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 very true. That could be yeah, that's very possible because I I kinda hope Gravic doesn't bite the dust. He's a good actor, a good villain. Yeah, he's been a great villain. I'm like, I would love to see you get like all your full powers for and be the villain of Fantastic Four. And we don't have Doctor Doom yet. That would be an interesting move. That'd be a, a very like smart 4D chess move. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's well. Look at the first powers that will get stolen. All the extremists, all the um, group, were all correlated with the Fantastic Four powers. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. That's not. That's another thing you got to look into. It, but no, Gravik has been such a good villain, and I heard another theory that it's uh, theory uh, Fury's son. Like, why does he have such a big? Um, why has he got such a big uh, hatred. Uh, relationship hatred. and hatred? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, we just found out Fury was married, so there's let's go to a scroll. So we'll we'll see, and it's it's really interesting. We we found out Amelia Clark, um, uh, Gaia was still alive, so yeah. she she took some stuff. Yeah, I I I was like, brother, they can't kill her this soon. Not three episodes <sighs> into her first appearance, so it's I w- I wonder if some of the harvest DNA is gonna leak out. As like. At the, at the end of this episode. I think it will. You think it will? You think somebody will leaking? I think it will. You can't have something as such a pivotal thing going, oh, by the way, I have a vial of all the hero's blood also contained Carol Danvers, and then it be never never brought up again after next week's episode. Like, it has to be something pivotal. And as soon as he mentioned about the harvest, I'm like, of course, Nick Fury has all the Avengers' blood. Why? Why wouldn't you not have? That's a Brad. You be doing such stuff all the time. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just keep it just in, in a cemetery, out of all places? Yeah, cemetery. You have, just laying there. Yeah, which you have to blow your grave to open it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But any bold predictions for? Last episode. 
Any bold predictions? Big Fury will survive. Ducks. Burn. Oppenheimer bomb right now. Oppenheimer bomb. Oh my gosh. Oh man. A prediction? Actually, yeah. Real quick, uh, Mr. Mark my words on the YouTube. Pretty much Nick Fury has like Batman files. Nick Fury has Batman files on all that, the That's funny. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, Nick Fury, Nick Fury has, he'd be doing such stuff since, since we first met him. Yeah. So he's basically a darker Batman. I'm not a darker Batman. That Batman's pretty dark. But... Yeah. What do you mean by darker Batman? Uh, a boy, a boy, a boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so my, my bold prediction, I've been going back and forth on this. I don't know if this is going to be true, but it's bold. I think Talos will die. Never mind. Talos is already dead. Just, He's already dead. Just kidding. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said it. I got to have to think about a bold prediction. Messi, you got one that's not freaking Nick Fury surviving. Um, mark my word, just say you people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Um, oh my god, any prediction? I haven't seen you know, like previous shows, you have like a prediction for or like what's going to happen, and then you have all this furious and, and stuff. Like this show, I, I'm just writing it as goes, I'm not overthinking what's going to happen in the next episode, I'm just like. Whatever they give me, I'm just going to take it. I'm not going to hit on it. I got a prediction. We're going to find out what happened with Rhodey. Where is Rhodey? Yeah. Who is Rhodey? That's going to happen at this and in this finale. We got to know. We, there's no way we can't know going into Armor Wars. Yeah. That kind of just lived in limbo. Uh, not, not to mention, I was just a lot of, like everyone that's been in really contact with Nick Fury his entire se- season has died. It's like, oh, here's a uh, here's a uh, uh, Kobe Smallers dead. His Taylor's dead. Uh, his wife about to be dead. About to be, yeah. It's, okay. it's like um, all the superheroes. Spider Man, he, he can't have any friends because they all get hurt or dead. Yeah, it. Hey, it's, it's a canon event. They're gonna die. It's a canon event. Yeah. Nick Fury's canon event on everyone dies. <laughs> He dies and he has everyone's blood. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you think uh, he'll be cameoing on himself? Well, yeah. I think uh, cameos. I think maybe Captain Marvel will pop up because she obviously she popped up for Miss Marvel. I think she'll pop up for this, or she'll be a she'll be like a voice call or something you'll, like that. You'll see the the little beginning. Yeah. Don't know. Beeper. Yeah. Sorry, the beeper. Something like that. Oh, oh, question. The very last scene of this of, of the episode was some someone talking on the phone. Yeah. Said, let's add graphics. And I, yeah, I don't know who. I don't know who. It could be graphic or it could be someone that's like, that he's informing about everything. It's like, shit about to go down. Let's do this. I don't know. It could be graphic. Could be bad. Let's go with the same side. It's graphic, but it's graphic. Let's go with the, with the crazier while this is someone that has been there this whole time that we have nothing. Mm, that'd be crazy. Taylor's. He's not actually dead. 
They inject. They injected him with with the serum. Yeah. Ben Finkelstein was a good actor. I was surprised he died. I was like, oh. Like, I did not think that would happen in the fifth episode. I think if 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 he were to die, that it would come in the in the sixth episode. So yeah, protecting Gaia. Exactly. Not not protecting the president. No one cares about the president. No one. <laughs> no one just. It's true. But we don't, it, we don't even know who the president was until this episode. We didn't even know what he looked like. Until but the show, right? Yeah, I know if it was a guy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's move on to the most explosive, most intense film, which I think will have best picture, best performance, best screenplay, best writing. Like, this is going to be a bucket load of awards. This had a $100 million budget of a film, no CGI, and I know. And the biggest thing is that I've been seeing is that this is Christopher Nolan's masterpiece. This is his, uh, but big. This is the thing. It's his baby. It's his child. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like it's like labor. You he went into labor for this movie, and then it just popped out. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, it was only shot in fifty-five days. Oh, yep. something like that. Under two months, this whole movie was shot in. I just kept thinking about those are the two things I thought about. One, this thing had zero CGI shot, and two, this thing was shot in under two months. I just kept thinking about that the entire time I was watching the movie. It was really crazy. I just so, what were your initial thoughts when the movie ended? Like, what was when the movie ended? How did you feel, and what did you think about it? I see. I'll let you go. All right, movie ended. I texted Danny. Danny, what's your rating? And he texted me back, I need to sleep on it. And I understand 100% what he meant by that because the movie ended in a in a very interesting well, way. Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's. Oh, <laughs> you've been warned. See, you've been warned. Spoilers. The, oh, I'm not going to say any, any spoiler right now, but the movie ended in a very interesting way that when you know when a good movie ends and the people are quiet yeah. it's so impactful it is like that's how the movie ended and that was blown away pun intended how the movie ended it it was it was really well done i love this movie is all right then you go this was a strong movie like like this was cinema at its peak, but there's a lot to take in when you're watching this film. Yeah. It's not it's not just a film that you could sit back and watch. No, you have to pay attention. You, ha- one, you have to pay attention. Like Christopher Nolan, all his movies, you have to pay attention. Interstellar, Inception, Tenet. I still don't understand Tenet. Um, no matter how many times <laughs> That's my least favorite film from his movies because I still don't understand it. My wife didn't even understand half of this film when she was watching it with me yesterday. Uh, I understood it without, but she she did. It's like it's a very in depth movie. There's so many intricacies to this. The style, the elements with the black and white and the color, like there's a lot that goes into this. Mm. And 
yeah, I, I couldn't just give Messi my rating like, oh yeah, I give it a seven. I give it an eight. I give it an eight. I couldn't do that. Like I had to digest this the, film. Yeah, it was, and it was so much. It was it was good. Like like it was so so good. Did I enjoy then other movies? Maybe maybe not. But like as a film, this was peak cinema, and. I, I like I was silent coming out in the theater because I was like, dude, what what did I just watch? Our, our theater, my theater was dead quiet, I and the, a lights didn't even come on for a good or, minute. Yeah, for, yeah didn't yeah. come on. Like, whoa. Yeah, I would say one thing I was surprised about because this wasn't based off a true story. Most times, um, when a film is based off a true story, they have like the this is what happened afterwards oh, uh, yeah. like little pictures of the real people yeah. and then like a little thing afterwards uh i was expecting that but i i didn't get we didn't get it which is fine I, I just it was just something i i was caught off guard by um but this was this was an amazing film uh it's just you have to pay attention and you have you can't just be like you can't be have alcohol in your system when you're watching this movie and not can understand <laughs> not can understand what's going on uh, no, this this is a popcorn flick, and uh, my friend Mark, Mark he uh, must first feel like a stress, like full turn ten. I don't know. He's a, he's always a very good film critic, uh, but he has said last night that one of the best things was this wasn't a popcorn flick. This wasn't a this wasn't a movie. This is film. This is yeah. cinema from start to finish, and it's so refreshing. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I'll go watch a Marvel movie every day of the single week. But this was so refreshing because we just saw uh, Mission Impossible in the Air Jones a couple of weeks ago. But just watching this and just being captivated for the whole time and, and knowing there was no CGI in it and everything was crisp, every shot, every landscape. And one of the most, which Christopher Nolan does great every single time, was the music. Oh my god! I'm still hearing to it. I'm. I told you before, it was phenomenal. The the the, the stomping on the on the wood that would yeah. happen like every every now and then throughout the film. Oof! Like this movie had depth, like absolute depth to the film that that I don't think we've seen in a long time in a yes in the movie theater. No, and uh, I love the vibrating walls. Like when you yeah. listen, yeah, it's vibrating in the background, and when he's when he's talking to all the people on stage, uh, in the in the hut or in the house where they're doing all the stopping, and as yeah. he's walking out, he puts his foot through an ash body. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, like it's it was such a deep film. Like, like I I can't express that enough of how deep this film was and then it comes out the same day as barbie which is pretty funny yeah like that <laughs> like, like we got all the jokes about oppenheimer and barbie but going into this movie i did not think it would be that like as deep as it was i knew it was gonna i knew it was gonna be serious i knew like what it's about and all that stuff but the actual like intricacies of this film i did not think it was gonna be as deep as it was and I lo- I loved it. It was just, it was a lot. Yeah. It 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 wasn't. It's uh, it's a movie that you could that I have no doubt will be 
in like schools and everything of a movie that you can peel back the layers. You can peel back and dissect. This is going to be in every film class and they're going to say like dissect this film about whatever. <laughs> what are the layers that they used in this film that like this is going to be a staple film. Yeah. Mo- moving forward. Did you find uh, the, the very start a little bit jarring? Like a little bit yeah. choppy, trying to figure out what's going on between the black and white and the color. Yeah, I, I was I didn't know what's going on. That's what that's one of the reasons why it felt that way because I didn't know the movie coming into this movie. I didn't know the movie was going to be like this. The jumping back and forth with time, colors, time, right, and music mm-hmm. because at the beginning, you see, he's in the in the past because the bomb already happened. And then we jump to when he's in school, and then we jump when he's meeting Albert Einstein, and then we go back. It's like this jump from I didn't know that it was gonna be like that. And it's yeah. a genius way of doing it. Because eventually you 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 fall into it like, okay, this is how the movie is, and then you understand because pieces start connecting while the movie's going. And and I yeah, it was choppy in the beginning, but it makes sense. Yeah. It, it, when, it, it, we, when you go back and watch it the second time, you know, watch that detail so much, like so much clearer now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. But I was at the start too. I was like, okay, it's slipping back. And then he's like, he can't sleep properly. And then he's also talking in front of, of these people. I was like, okay, okay, they're doing this. So it was a bit, jar- it's a bit jarring. But after that initial, let's say, 40 minutes then it just it's yeah. seamless i will I say know. uh an issue that i i don't know about your theaters but an issue that well or actually before i get into my issue this is just me my and my theater specifically before i get into like the real issue there was a freaking bug flying around my theater <laughs> like a beetle i live in texas everything bigger in texas there was like this beetle-sized bug flying around my theater whatever that's fine but the issue was it's dark Bugs are attracted to light. So they're all like the first oh, half of the film. Yeah. There's just like this bug imprint on the screen because it's on the camera lens of the film. So you like you see it like a bug over here and then it like moves over here. I'm like, oh my god, get this stupid bug out of here. Eventually it left. I don't know where it went. Maybe something. But like how tempted were you to be like, I just need to I just need to move it. I just need to get rid of it. Like it's just so buggy because you can see it. Uh, so blue. But a real issue that I had with with the film, it's not a super big one, but it's a minor gripe. I don't know about you guys, but I I kind of needed subtitles for this. There was yeah. a lot of times where I couldn't understand what they were saying. Uh, Albert Einstein, a couple other people, they were just speaking so softly that I'm like, I don't know what they just said. And being a film like this, where it's like, you have to understand every single thing that they're going on, uh, so I, I needed subtitles. It would have been it would have been really great with subtitles. Yeah, I I agree. I think the one of the things I saw was trying to remember everyone's name when they were talking about everybody's names. Oh yeah, Doctor Doctor blah blah blah, or Doctor this, Doctor that. I'm like, okay, that was him. That was him. That was him. He was a Bruce spy. Okay, trying to yeah connect all the dots. Um, I still uh, but. Besides that, but are you right? Subtitles will be will be good the second time round. Um, which uh, was it, Mister Mark? My words. Visuals were stunning. The bomb drop, insane. Being 
the Japan celebrations hit me emotionally when everyone was celebrating, yeah. knowing what's just happened. Yeah, that was the, and there was definitely a time where I was like, I like this. It goes back into the subtitle part when I was like, did they drop the bomb in Japan yet? Did they not drop the bomb? Like I wasn't sure if we were gonna physically see that in the screen, but then we just heard it over the radio, and I was like. I can't tell if he's saying that we're gonna drop it or if they already dropped it. It was a bit hard to understand. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad they they didn't show some scenes because they didn't show Pearl Harbor either. And no. Pearl Harbor happened within the movie, right? Mm-hmm. There was they a lot of show... stuff that happened within the movie. They were like the Hitler time in the movie, yeah. the Pearl Harbor, and I was like, then you could tell like the time. Uh, I was definitely like looking for those time periods to try and find out where we were in time. Where it's yeah. placed, yeah. Right. I I was upset based that we didn't see Pearl Harbor or didn't see uh the bomb actually dropping. I'm like wasn't ever near. Obviously if you want to watch just watch the movie Pearl Harbor if you need to. Yeah. We all we all know the story. Uh um, three hour film. Oh, I know. No, it's a three hour movie with I think it's Michael Bay. Sorry, that's all I have to say to you for everyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, that, yeah, you know exactly what's going to be explosions everywhere and uh, hot female and robots. So, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, or it was yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm not phased we didn't see them, but it was some of those moments where he's he's like in shock. And I thought, God, that would be. You can only imagine how he's feeling just then. Like, you won, and everyone's celebrating, but you know at what cost. Like, when he's sitting there and they're showing the photos to them of what happened. Oh, yeah. When he was sitting in the theater and watch, er, whatever place he was watching the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really crazy just seeing the, the battle of, like, this war that was going on in his mind. It was, like... Do I keep going? Do I not keep going? Like, I can't believe I just did this. But also, like, I may or may not keep working on the hydrogen bomb. And it was just like, there was a lot, like, there was just this war going on in his mind. And yeah, all that depicted very, very well. Uh, And it was like, it was just, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just a strong role. I think Mary Murphy did phenomenal. Everyone in the cast did did great. This Uh cast. Holy yeah. shit! And when the movie loaded, then you thought there was someone that would like come out of the come out into the screen. And you're like, he's in the movie. Well, See, <laughs> the, the someone from Sky High was in the movie. I remember watching Sky High. Uh, Josh Peck from from uh, whatever it's called, Drake and Josh was in the movie. Like yeah. there was so many random Jack like Wade. Yeah, Jack Jack Boy was in the movie, and I was like, there was so many people that I didn't think were in the film. It just really goes to show how much. People want to work with with Christopher Nolan. Like yeah. they know that his movies are your masterpieces, and then you want to work with the director. So yeah, it was really interesting. That's and, and that just shows you because a lot of his films, they're always event films. Like when you Christopher Nolan movie comes out, you're like, I need to see this. Like everyone know this much about it, it's going to be outstanding. And like, yeah, a lot of people do complain uh, and say, you know, Ted's a bit hard to follow. I'm like, yeah, but it, yes, that's true. But you go watch those reverse scenes. You go watch how integrated those reverse scenes are watching it and how, it's, how that's done. 
Um, but Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy, that's he did a fantastic job. He knew what this was. He killed it. He uh, killed it. I, I will yeah. say this is I don't I don't know about you guys. Minor gripe, not something, not something big, but uh, going through the the premieres, seeing the the like them on the red carpet, seeing the trailers, stuff like this, you would think Florence Pugh was in the movie more than she was. Uh, <laughs> that, that just like you would think that she had more of a role than Emily Blunt. But Emily Blunt was in the movie more and was like not as uh I guess like broadcasted in the trailers and the in the red carpets. Even in like if you look up the cast, usually it goes in order from like main character all the way down. Florence Pugh is it goes Cillian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt. Like she's a higher like higher in the movie, but she was only there for like her sex scenes and and that's basically it. So I was like that was interesting that how they how they marketed it. It, it makes me it, think of um, Zendaya with with Dune when she was like in every trailer for ninety of trailer and only there for like five minutes. Like it made me think of that, and I was like, this, this is interesting. I didn't have a problem with it, uh, but it was just like weird how they mark their marketing strategy. <laughs> Ten out of ten character. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, really didn't have a problem with it, but <laughs> no. And here's one of more of her. <laughs> yeah, the scene in the interrogation, I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Yeah, that scene was kind of tough to watch. Like, I was not expecting them to pull that off. It's like right. the transition from from one side to the other side, and you clothing fully naked with her on top of him, and the wife behind him watching. Yeah. yeah, I felt comfortable. I'm not even there. I, was, I, I like us. And Kelly Murphy's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep talking. Why uh, this yeah. 27 year old and me? Yeah, well, there, there's a 20 year old age difference between the two. Uh, yeah, I looked it up. He's 47, she's 27. So that's interesting. Yeah, but don't, don't worry, honey. I'm just here. I'm good. <laughs> no, but. Uh, how like you received seeing other Christopher Nolan movies? Do you agree? Would you say this is his best work, or would you still put like Dark Knight? Instead? I was gonna say that. Like you also have Dark Knight on the on the list. Mm-hmm. Like, are you saying you know, this movie is better than Dark Knight? Me as a fanboy, no. <laughs> I me as a I, critic, yeah. I think yeah. this is the most cinematic film of all his films i think this is like the most cinema type movie that we that he has had as far as like enjoyment factor i do enjoy interstellar and inception Inter- interstellar and inception are like i, I don't know this, that's just my my cup of tea i am a huge i don't know I'm a huge lover of those movies. Like that's just my type of movie, but I do think this is a better film. Mm-hmm. It is. I think it has every aspect what a film movie needs to be to be great. Yeah. The sound, the music, the acting, the actors, the the 
the, the everything involving it it makes it work and it makes it look good and and look and it, we saw the movie it was very impactful and the message of the story i created a bomb because i was told to create a bomb but i didn't think th this bomb will be the start of bombs of nuclear bombs and then forward and forward and forward eventually where we are right now and one person's bomb one area we're done because everybody will shooting their nukes yeah everybody got bombs it was that like um uh i don't know who was it but when they were in in the desert area and someone was like oh so someone creates a bigger bomb yeah, yeah. there's that was a bit like everyone always will they there's have. always gonna be a quicker they're always gonna create a bigger bomb yeah. if i you have the bomb in a certain place because they're like, oh, if I have a bomb, they won't do anything to me. But then the other person is like, oh, they got a bomb, so we need a bomb. And then now they're like, oh, well, now we both have a bomb, so we need to have a second bomb so that way we have more bombs than their bomb. And then it just keeps on going. They're like, oh, how about we just get an H bomb now? It's just like, it keeps on just going up until we are in the world that we have now. It's about having a bigger stick than the other guy. Yeah. Pretty much. It just, it's a stick length content. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. But I did... I about three quarters of the way through, which we talked about this earlier, I was like, I did think, I was like, how's this going to end? And just that scene when the world is half burning with all the missiles going up and half burning, I was like, oh, and, and then he's having that that flashback again, which I, I, real quick, I do love the fact that they did not talk about Robert Downey Jr.'s character and Albert Einstein was just a dick and walked past him. Like, it like, was nothing to do with yeah. him. But just that world burning is the last shot. That was... I, I was wondering, I'm like, how do you finish this film? And they kept alluding back to the Einstein thing. I was like, okay, maybe that's how they end the film. And, and I would have been happy if they ended it that way, too. But the way that they ended it with all the missiles and stuff, it's like, wow, this is... Yikes. This is something. Hopefully it we don't get there. We, we he he saw, like I said earlier, he saw what this bomb that he created could lead up to. Like you said, everybody has to have the bigger stick. Hopefully, World War Three doesn't happen and we all die because after World War Three, I don't think nobody's making it unless they sent us to Mars. Because shit, nah, that's um, it. That's done. Just the end. Yeah, it, it was. It was a, a, a very scary realization that this. That moment could happen at any given minute. It couldn't. Was, that's that's just scary. It's very on the nose. The clear codes are there. Yeah. There's the there's the world we live in, and the, also the fact the fact that the results were near zero. The fact that they could have ignited the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, near zero, and they still went through with it. Okay. Yeah, it almost blew up the entire world. I mean, I wasn't born, but like, come on now. We were neither at all. <laughs> what results do you want? Zero. What zero? It's answer. It's going to blow up here. Uh, but no. And this movie is uh, for anyone listening and watching. If you are on the fence about this film, this is not a film to be missed. Like my biggest regret is I didn't see this in IMAX. Like the oh, the, the music is shaking the theater. IMAX. I drove an hour and a half to see it in IMAX because I live in a very small town. So the, there's only regular regular showings in my theater. So I drove an hour and a half to see it in IMAX. Oh, it's not worth it. So you did see it in IMAX? I did. 
So did Messi. I was actually Messi. Yeah, Messi saw it in the. He saw it in the seventy millimeter IMAX. He saw it in like the legit IMAX. I saw it in the fake IMAX, but so gel. So, so fake guy, faking. Yeah, faking. But everything was um, bigger. Yeah, going to the bomb <laughs> scene. Let, let's go to the bomb scene real quick. One, that was beautiful to like everything. the beautiful watching, just like, and then you see the like the light hitting in space, and I was like, oh, this this is just a beautiful scene. Uh, I was not expecting it to be silent for the majority. You know, and then it was silent for so long, I almost got mad because I was like, "Bro, if I don't hear a bomb, I'm gonna be—I'm actually gonna be really upset." Like that, I was so hyped to like my theater to explode hearing the bomb noise because uh, I was in IMAX and hearing the the testing that they did on like smaller bombs, it was really loud in, in my theater. I'm like, and I turned to to, to my wife next to me, I'm like. The thing is gonna be loud as heck. Like this thing is gonna blow up my my eardrum because of how loud the the tiny little bomb was that they were testing out. So I was like, bro. And then it was quite for so long. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And then just kept going. I was like, bro, I better hear something. And then I did. And it was pretty. It was, it was pretty loud. I was I was pretty happy. Yeah. It's... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I. Uh, Danny didn't. I text him while that scene was happening. I text him like, "This, this was beautiful. This is like best thing I ever seen in my life." <laughs> one of the one of the things that that really got me excited it was the actually silent part because the 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 music that was building up to it was pa 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 and then nothing, nothing, and the light and then. It was so quiet. I don't know if you have like noise cancellation headphones. When when you put it on and you put the noise cancellation, and you just put nothing on. It like your ears can feel the silence. That's how my theater felt. And I, bro, I loved every single second that was silent because the the impact of it it made it a hundred percent better. Mm. It made the movie experience a hundred percent times better because of that silence. Like a build up, but it's like a slow build up and then bang, because it because they all they all go like yay and then suddenly yeah. they all got took him back. Yeah, it was, I mean it, it was crazy to watch, and I'm glad you finally heard silence because we talked about in the, in our Mission Impossible episode uh, how oh, yeah. it got really silent when Tom Cruise jumped off the cliff. And all you could hear was the wind. Apparently, he was next to some girls that were laughing the whole time. Oh, so he didn't get the silence. Oh, no. I would have been, dude, if someone would have ruined this masterpiece of a moment, I would have killed that person. It's like, you do not deserve to see this movie F yourself. Um, but yeah, they on, on Mission Impossible, the, when he jumps, is silent, and you hear the wind. Mm-hmm. There's girls next to me laughing loud. It's like, dude, uh, you know, uh, we'll stay. Someone, two, two seats next to me was asleep the entire first half of the movie until the bomb went off. Like, you heard, whoa, was like, like, this one was gnawing. <laughs> and then until, like, the, the, the sound of the, of the bomb went off, you're like, whoa. I was like, bro, you're paying an IMAX to sleep. They're like, what are you doing? But that's, uh, uh how do you fall asleep in these? For real, I, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. There, there are so many bangs and like the music it was loud and and everything going on. How do you sleep through that? Uh, the music was deafening. 
I don't, the score was one of the best, if not the best part of this film. It was absolutely legendary. I said for for the Mission Impossible movie, the, the the score for that movie was so good. The movie was even better because of it. Same thing with this. You can't have this good of a movie without the music. No, it, well, it, it better. The, well, the shuffling, the shuffling of the feet, like you said, yeah, yeah. Was that that was building up and getting the way out of. Yeah, it's just it was being incredible. How did someone fall asleep? Oh my god. I know. I was like, dude, what are you doing here? Get out of here. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to see who did the score. Let me... um, but uh, I, I, was, I, I just have to speak uh, Hans Zimmer every time. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. What a dick. Dude. Biggest plot twist ever seen. I did not expect him to be the villain of this movie. I did at all. I told you before we started recording. It catched me off guard. I think it was a good guy. This old fine. Now I understand why there were black and white shots. The black, yeah. the black, the black and white shots were his. Was RDJ's? Yeah. Color for his, um, Oppenheimer's. Yep. I get it. I know now. I know in the beginning why is this black and white and why is this color. I get it now. Yeah, that was, that was really crazy. I will say his performance was unbelievable. Uh, this was his first performance since since Endgame. And yeah, yeah. first good performance sensing. Yeah. Do, do well, we don't talk do we don't uh, we don't say about that. Uh <laughs> it's a race from the mind. And so this this he did absolutely amazing. It was like Messi said, completely off guard. Actually I was somewhat confused as to what was going on towards the end because like I said, this movie can be hard to track at certain times. I was like, what is actually what is actually going on here? And I was like, Oh shoot. He's trying to get he he's behind all of this and is is pretty great because he doesn't like him. Oh, and another sorry, another actor, um, Roy Malik, Freddie Mercury. Yep. Uh, yeah. Actor. yeah. I was I was not expecting him to be in this movie. It's like like Danny said earlier. Oh, look 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 who's here. Look who's here. Yeah, so Just pops up to make one of the biggest plot points in the whole film. Yeah, uh, pretty nice. That's it. The dork with the clipboard. Yeah. Um, but I did I th- I did like the Lord Nod. It's like, oh, who voted against me? It was like, oh, this guy, JFK, this guy. Oh, yeah. Well, when they dropped JFK, I was like, they're really just going to drop that like that? Meh. But seriously. That, that's pretty cool. Um, JFK will return in Oppenheimer 2. Uh, Another bomb. Oh, we do it. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, no, no. Robert Downey Jr. did a fantastic job, and I think yeah, everyone's performance, even the small bits. Yeah, Matt, Matt Damon was good. I could tell it. He could sympathize with Oppenheimer, like he understood what was going on. I did love their back and forth. I think they had the most comedic between the two. That was that was. I, I I actually very much enjoyed Matt Damon's um, back and forth with with Killian Murphy. It seemed it seemed like they were enjoying themselves, and they they both. The fact that this was done in fifty seven days, you couldn't have that many reshoots. You there had to be a lot of like one takes, and to do to do as good as these these cast members did on potentially one take, maybe two takes. 
I was is really impressive. I mean, this these these actors are a lister actors. They are. Yeah, they're they're really good at, at at their jobs. Um, that's what they get paid the good money, and the other people don't. Well, let's say so. Well, that's do they do they get paid? Well, that's the thing is that all the all of these extras and other actors were big name actors. So do you think that they took a bit of a pay cut just to say I yeah. worked the Christopher? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think they would suck someone's toes to be in Christopher Nolan's movie. Like, like I'll do all ten right now. <laughs> this is like a like a god to uh, of directors to to these actors i mean to us too but like to the actors to uh, to work with someone that you very much enjoy working with i mean james gunn has a reputation of like actors that love to work with him but he usually works around a, a specific genre uh christopher nolan is like everyone goes to see a christopher nolan film there's only a certain crowd that goes to see a james gunn film even though people love that like people will do any any actor will do anything to be part of Oppenheimer. I think that's part of the reason that that there was such a stacked cast because we know that there are studios that are like, I want you to play this role. You don't even have to audition. And like, nah. Possibly what happened with Adam Driver and Margot Robbie with, with Fantastic Four. Maybe, maybe not. But like they're just like, nah, I don't want to. But like for this, I no way anybody said no to any sort of role that they got. Yeah, you don't say no to Christopher Nolan. He calls you, you pick up. Yeah. Uh, he he even got, I think the story is for, I think, The Prestige. He sent the script to David Bowie to play Tesla. And mm. David Bowie said no. So Christopher Nolan flew out and went, saw him in person and went, oh, yeah. And he's like, I, that's when I, I said, yes, I'll play you don't say no to Christopher Nolan. No, no, if he comes to your door. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you call him, he's like, nah, bro, I can't. I do something else. Two seconds later, open the door. They ain't talk to you. You're not doing something else anymore. Yeah, I got a fill for you. Yeah. yeah. I know you're not busy. Um, actually, uh, Mark actually gave a point is that Matt Damon also mentioned he was going to take a break mm. from acting. Before Christopher Nolan called him. Well, yeah, I did hear. I did hear about that. That's, right, dude. Wasn't he like talking about his life was mad because yeah. he said yes or something like that? Yeah, that. Yeah, you just but don't. his wife to take a break, then that was the only thing they re-record. Like, now I got to take for a break from acting. Oh, hi, honey. Uh, Christopher Nolan's go give me the party. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, come. You can't say no. I, I think there's some some directors. There are still left that that you Will have Hack. to do a movie like Spielberg, Spielberg uh, um, Martin uh, sorry, Sixty, whatever you say his last name. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Spooky, yeah, that, yeah. You, know. you can't say no to these directors because they've been in the game for so long that they know what they're doing and, and they're everywhere. Is or, and everyone exactly. is post yeah. today or last night that had all of Christopher Nolan's movies and all of them were like. 90 plus on Aaron Tomatoes, 95 plus on Ryan Tomatoes. Like, you all hit. They know what they're, they're doing. doing. Even his early one, Memento. Even that, even that was another uh, yeah. a fantastic movie. And then there's another one that I have to still watch, Insomniac. 
And that's got Robert Williams playing a bad guy and Al Pacino in it as well. Uh, and it's hard to believe that Christopher Nolan didn't go to film school. Really? He just has that mind. He's just like, yeah, I got he, that love. He has to love what he does to be able to do everything that he did without proper education. That's just a prodigy. He's a prodigy to film. That's a right. bastard. I hate him. <laughs> How dare you be this good? <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to be this good. Do you think because he didn't go to film school that uh, if he went, his films won't be as crafted as they are now? Because he went in a different direction and to get a different norm, we get what I get right now. I I, I wouldn't say yeah. I, I think so. Christopher Nolan does things very differently. You can tell in all his movies they're so intricate. Without, like it's a completely different style than anybody else because of the the elements and the intricacy of the films. And sometimes, not saying always, but sometimes when you go to a film school or something like that, it could steer you in a specific direction. Yeah. Uh, versus letting your your creativity roam free. They're like, mm. Mm, actually, we think it'd be better off if you did this, and potentially yeah. it could that could have happened so by not going to film school it allowed him to do what he wanted and what his vision was uh and none of it was hindered because of that no yeah i agree because i, I actually went to film school and and that's that's true they they it's not a bad thing but it's not a great thing either because you, let's say you went to film school with this idea and then when you leave, you have a whole different mindset of it. So I, me thinking that with Christopher not going to school was the best decision that he ever did because his, his creative point of view is so massive that I feel with school, it would have been crippled. Yeah, some... Some minds are just too great for, for school. school. Some yeah. minds are just too great. I mean, you think of, uh, I mean, I can't remember names off the top of my head, but there's some very, very brilliant people. Was it Albert Einstein? I don't know. But there was someone that like was got kicked out of school, even though they were like the most smartest yeah. person in the world. Like, yeah, they were film math. There's some math. people that are just too brilliant for school, and by being in school, you're actually crippling their their mind. Mm. If they think they know best, and that they should, they prove to everyone that they they do. <laughs> they hit a that they are. You know what? One of those stories, little side point, that always makes me think, "Oh my god!" is Harrison Ford. Like he was, he was a carpenter. Like he wasn't going to get into acting. He didn't only happen to be in the same, building the same room with George Lucas. Like he did a couple of things, but he was going to quit. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the uh, the gold, the gold in the mine, like this needle in the haystack. There's always, there's always people out there that you just don't realize how their true potential of of what they're actually capable of. And that's why you just gotta, you you can't always go with the norm. You can't always go with the norm. There's no, there's no one size fits all. No, and I'm. Probably anyone, anyone was like, go take those risks. And Chris Vidal embodies that. Take the risk, do something different. You never know what's going to come from it. You know, you're a guy who didn't do film school and now you are like one of the most sought out 
directors. You can pick anyone you want to be in your movies. And literally, literally, if you pick, you can say I want him, and he's gonna, he's gonna get him. Like, yeah. pick anyone. He's very selective. Like, he doesn't have this massive uh, filmography. Like, he's very selective when he wants to do a film. Uh, throughout his his period of directing, he's like, "Yep, I want to do that," and then he'll go for it. And and that's why they're all that's why they're all good because you're not just overloading what you're what you can do. And another thing is. What's really interesting is one, he made this bomb. Like, obviously not not nuclear sized bomb, but he still made a bomb. Like the dude, like can you imagine the director is like, all right guys, here's a script, and then they're like reading it and they're like, all right, we're gonna make a bomb. They're like, cool. So like, what are we gonna do CGI? They're like, no, we're this is gonna be a legit bomb. Huh? <laughs> what? Like, like like it's it's pretty interesting and it's cool that. I don't know if it's cool or not, but it's interesting that nowadays, now we're in the day and age where it's cool to not have CGI in the film. Yeah. Back then it was like, you got CGI, like you're the you're the shit. Like, yeah. holy crap. What you, what I, I need to go see this movie because it has CGI in it. Now it's the opposite way around. I need to see this movie because it doesn't have CGI in it. Yeah. And yeah. it's just this interesting uh, pendulum swings that, that we're on. And in this yeah, the world is full of different different types of pendulum swings, and this is one of them. So it's really interesting. It became too reliant. Uh, yep. I think CGI became too reliant. Obviously, how quickly you can make a film, but as we've seen, is that if it's not done right, it's horrible. Like, and people are more critical of it now. There's no, oh yeah, that yeah, that will, I'll let that go. Like, no, that was shit. That was awful. What like the flash, the baby scene, the baby scene. Oh god, disgusting. Jarring. The baby scene, disgusting. It's Trash. and then also also <laughs> not having C. Yeah, you feel the weight a bit more. And yeah. I I yeah. told Messi about this during the during the Mission Impossible scene of him jumping off the cliff. Like there's a lot of things movie industries can easily say I can make that CGI. Like there's a lot of scenes in Oppenheimer that you could assault. One being the bomb, but two, the different things that were going on in his mind that we saw, like, I don't know, different oh, sparkles and stuff like that, easily could have made yeah. that CGI, but they chose not to. And it, it just, you feel it more and more impactful. Like, I know, uh, this is what watching Mission Impossible when he jumped off the cliff. Had it been CGI, yeah, I still would have like, damn, that's cool, but I wouldn't really, like, I wouldn't feel my heart drop the way it did knowing that that man literally jumped off the freaking cliff. Like, no, I'm not going to jump off a cliff with a freaking motorcycle. I, I mean, Tom Cruise is probably a scroll. We talked about this in the last episode. Uh, but, like, there is things that you don't, you wouldn't be able to feel the weight of if it was CGI. And the Oppenheimer, I'm so glad that they didn't add that because it, it made me feel it a whole lot more. Yeah, and not only do you feel a whole lot, but even the music when those big scenes were made you feel even more yeah, intense, even better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I remember reading the first time when they said, "Oh yeah, uh, Christopher Nolan's actually a real bomb." Like you're a madman. <laughs> like was was Interstellar even on Earth? Do you feel that somewhere else just to get the real shot? Yeah, this dude actually went to sleep. <laughs> it's a film interstellar. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, now nah, we're doing on the planet. Yeah. Christopher, you know, look at Interstellar. That was all CGI. I'm like, was it? 
Was it actually CGI? Did we actually go to the planet and film it? I'll be surprised. Nah. But, uh, gentlemen, any final thoughts on Oppenheimer? Any final words? Watch this movie. If, yeah. if, I mean, if you're going through this whole episode and hearing these spoilers and haven't seen the movie, I don't know what you're doing. But if you somehow want in all the spoilers before watching it, you need to watch this movie still. This is in, in theaters. In theaters. Don't be like, eh, I'll wait. No. no. Don't don't wait. This is not a this is the Don't wait. biggest screen that you could possibly watch it on. IMAX. You need this is a, this is a movie where it's a hundred percent like it's real a, real IMAX a picture shot with IMAX film cameras. We still heavy. The thing was real quick. You see the was one. It was heavy. Yeah, really. It was really heavy. You need uh, need to watch. Um, oh, Jesus. I mean, it was nineteen forty-five. Surely, spoilers are past due. I mean. But if you're not caught up on your history, then if you're so up under a rock and didn't know this happened. Spoiler, we won. (laughs) Spoiler. Uh, If you're Japanese, I don't know if you want to watch this, but that's that's for another. We went together. Messi, you have any final thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. You, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Like, I just okay. see you properly. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think you took you said it all. Just watch this movie. But if you do watch it, watch it on, on the actual seventy millimeter screen, where where it's supposed that what is actually filmed to be watched at. It's, well, there's not that many seventy millimeter. Yeah. So if, if you live close to one. Go see it or be like like Danny did. He drove over. Watching right fake IMAX. Fake IMAX. Hey, fake IMAX is better than regular standard. Exactly. So. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. More. Watch it and really pay be ready to pay attention. Yeah. Pay really pay. be ready to pay Not attention. a popular movie. Not a popular nah. movie. Especially the start. Especially the start's the most jarring. Yeah. Assess yeah. the um, children. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for coming on this episode. I, I really appreciate it. It is fantastic to chat with you guys again. You're always a blast, always so insightful. And again, it's just fantastic to watch where your podcast is going, your show. And for everyone who's listening and watching, you, again, you need to follow these guys because the sky is the limit. Even just from four week, uh, eight weeks ago that you're on here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was so soon, but it just seems like so far ago. Uh, thank you. We really appreciate it. I mean, I can definitely speak on behalf of both of us that we love both your show and being on your show uh, because you have really great stuff. And it's just so fun to have like these conversations with you. We get really, we get really in depth. We have these crazy conversations that, I mean, it wouldn't have it any other way because I can't have these conversations with my wife. She just doesn't understand. She does not the same. But it's it's really fun, and and we are so thankful that that you like give us the opportunity to to be on your show because there's so many there's so many great podcasts and, and people out there um, that have a lot of a lot of great insight. So we're we're thankful for giving for giving us a second opportunity to to come back on your show. Always, guys. Always an absolute pleasure.
is is being great. Like Danny, like Danny said, is it's it's not an honor for you, it's an honor for us. For for us to be here with you and and talk about everything that we just talked about. Even for Guardians of the Galaxy, we we went and talked about it for like almost two, three hours. I don't remember how long it was. Yeah, like I mean, they here we just talked about two hours. It didn't feel like two hours. We, we it felt like we just started the conversation, and that's how I think podcasts should be. That's a hundred percent conversation, and a long drive. A long drive. <laughs> a long drive. Uh, but no, guys, it's to have you as guests is always fantastic. And I, as I said, the inside of these conversations, I love doing. So I can't wait when you guys are back on here again. We will tear up a time. It won't be the last. You always are always welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Anytime. And guys, until next time, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Light Camera Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.